Canadian gal who calls Beijing home, and it's getting cold. In China, heat is regulated by the government, and it gets turned on at November 15th and turned off on March 15th. So we're finally getting warm enough, even though I needed heat more than a month ago. I'm the kind of gal who loves hot baths, hot tea, and I'm considering becoming a hot toddy drinker. Ooh, goodness. <laughs> and I'm Edie, a Midwestern gal residing in Wisconsin. I love reading, collaging in my studio, and watching Twin Peaks with my oldest son. Oh. It is currently cold in Wisconsin, and I am hoogaying up a storm. I am wrapped in a blanket, sipping warm cider, and we'll start simmering a stew after we finish recording. It's so cozy over here, Leia. I love it. We're the Two Chit Chat Chicks. Like always, we'll be sharing chit chat tips and tricks. This week we have twinkle lights and a festive way to put up your holiday tree. We'll gather around the campfire to chat about burning topics. A grandma celebration. And of course, we'll have our chit chat challenge of the week. In our Chit Chat Tips and Tricks segment, we share things that make our lives just a little bit happier or better. What do you have for us this week, Edie? Well, today we are talking about our grandmas. In episode four, I talked about my grandma Edie, but today's tip comes from my grandma Sarah. Mm. Now, I have four Christmas trees in my house, <laughs> and I always hear my grandma saying... As I put up my tree, there is always room for another strand of twinkle lights. So when I think there are enough lights, I always add one more string. It makes me super sad when I look at trees that don't have enough twinkle lights and are underlit. Oh, well, this is interesting because my tip comes compliments of my grandma, or Oma, as we called her. Now, I grew up across the street from my grandparents, so we spent pretty much all of our free time there because it's where all the good snacks were, mm. <laughs> and we knew where we would be spoiled. So my tip this week is to make your tree trimming an event. An event! <laughs> an event! <laughs> Omi Schmidt taught us how to make putting up the tree every year into a true event. It would always happen in the evening, more often than not on a Sunday, and that's when the Christmas carols would officially begin for the season. And that is also when the Christmas oranges and the good German chocolate would come out. Hmm. But first, yeah, but first we would have what we called Faspa, a typical Mennonite Sunday evening spread with buns and cheeses and sausages and pickles and many different kinds of mustards and mayonnaises, etc. Oh. <laughs> we would, so good. So we would custom build our sandwiches and let the momentum build for the tree trimming. And then as we carefully decorated the tree, hanging up ornaments one by one, we would pause to eat delicious, top-quality chunks of German and Swiss chocolate and savor it along with delightful Christmas smell of mandarin oranges 
or I think you might call them clementines. Is that right? Well, we call them clementines, or now we call them cuties <laughs> here in the oh. state. They're cuties. <laughs> Little cute oranges. <laughs> They are so cute. <laughs> anyway, it was truly an event, and I loved it so much. I still do it with my family. Uh, one year, I was away for a conference, and when I got back, Don and the girls had set up the tree without me, what? thinking it would surprise me. <laughs> I was horrified. I cried for days. This is a ritual. And now my sweetheart knows better than to ever do that again. <laughs> yes, I'm sure he learned his lesson. <laughs> mm. So many things Don needs to learn. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, back to our tips and tricks. I Please. also hear grandma when I'm hanging up the ornaments. This is what she would say. I want the tree dripping with ornaments, just dripping <laughs> with ornaments. <laughs> Grandma Sarah didn't have a rule about hanging small ornaments at the top and large ornaments at the bottom. She just believed in hanging ornaments wherever you wanted to. And my trees are always dripping with ornaments. <laughs> of course they are. <laughs> so to recap, chicks and roosters, add more lights to your tree and make sure that every branch is dripping with ornaments and you will get a... Heavenly gold star from my grandma, Sarah. Ah, oh, love that. Yes, dripping <laughs> with ornaments. Perfect. <laughs> oh. Don't you love it that the tips come from our grandmothers this week? I do. I do. It's perfect. It's, it is perfect. Do I hear a campfire? Do I hear a campfire tune? Fire's burning, fire's burning, draw nearer, draw nearer, in the glowing, in the glowing, come sing and be merry. Today we are going to celebrate our grandmas by throwing a grandma party. Yay! Now this is our second granny party. If you missed our first party, make sure to listen to Episode four. Now, Edie, you came up with this idea, so why don't you remind us what this is all about? I'd be happy to. So both of my wonderful grandmothers have passed, but that doesn't mean they're forgotten. So before the COVID quarantine happened, I came up with the idea of hosting a grandma party. I thought I would invite some girlfriends over and ask them to bring their grandma's favorite food, to share with the group, an item that reminds them of their grandma and a video clip of their grandma's favorite movie or TV show. Since mm. COVID prohibits me from having a group over, Leia and I thought we'd host the grandma party on the podcast. Yay! Well, I can't think of a finer thing to do during this time than to have a party that honors our grandmas and gives us something to celebrate. Today, for me, it is all about my Grandma Sarah, or Grandma Dorothy. Um, who will we be partaying with today, Leah? Well, today we will be partaying with my Grandma Schmidt, or Oma Charlotte. My daughter is named after my Omi Schmidt. 
We grew up across the street from her, and we were as thick as thieves. I can't even imagine my childhood without mm. her, Edie. I saw her pretty much every single day for hours on end. She was a monumental part of my childhood that I took far too mm. much for granted. So wonderful, Leah. Yeah. Well, not the taking for granted part, but the other stuff. What a gift to grow mm -hmm. up th across the street from your grandparents. So what about grandma-approved snacks, Leah? Did you bring any? Oh, I sure did. And I have them right here ready to munch and sip. Mm. <laughs> I am sad that I have to eat them without you and that we can't share them together. That would be so much better. But at least you can look at them in the <laughs> Zoom recording. <laughs> I agree that we should be together, but um, I'll enjoy looking at the snacks over Zoom. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well, here's what I have. First, I have some Rittersport chocolate all the way from Ooh, Germany. Oh, I recognize that. Um, yes. Well, my Omi always had an assortment of the finest quality chocolate. No Hershey's or Mars bars in her household. So today I actually have um, Rittersport matzipan because she really loved the matzipan um chocolates and she made some of her own too even so very very good um okay sorry oh just the taste of that is my an explosion my of goodness <laughs> an explosion of goodness in my mouth on sunday night 10 30 p.m shouldn't be eating chocolate oh well <laughs> it's fine the two snacks i wish i had but i cannot find here in beijing are her mini colored mm. marshmallows that she kept in the bottom pull out it was like a bread drawer and yeah. right in her kitchen it's where she kept all of her snacks for us i remember this in intricate detail every part of her kitchen and nicole and anthony my brother and sister and i would always make a beeline for that cupboard there was also, honeycomb Ooh. cereal. Do you know? Do I you know do. Honeycomb? I never got to eat it because it mm. had too much sugar. Exactly. Well, we weren't allowed any sugary cereal at our home, Ugh. just porridge. Ugh. But there was always plenty of it at her house. So whatever we wanted, whatever the grandchildren wanted, it was there. So honeycomb and mini marshmallows mm. and chocolate were a favorite or were favorite afternoon snacks. Yummy. <laughs> and I also, oh, Ooh. I'm not done yet though, but I also have a freshly baked chocolate chip cookie here today. There's only one left and I saved it. Um, hers are much better than ours, but they're, they, those were also a staple in her household. Um, loved them. And oh, well, while you're doing bite. that, Leia, um, mm -hmm. my son, my a feral son, um, likes to make chocolate chip cookies. And on one of the trays of chocolate chip cookies, he adds a little sprinkle of sea salt to the top. Mm. So good. Oh. Wow. I bet that would be grandma approved if I she think so. Had right wasn't the trend back then but yum well mm -hmm. done and i do have my mandarin orange here as well so your oh, cutie my cutie and just smelling it makes me happy my oma taught me that chocolate and oranges are the perfect combination well she was right mm -hmm. i like that now leah this may surprise you but 
My grandma Sarah was a lifelong member of Weight Watchers. What? Yeah, or Wellness Wins as we call it now. <laughs> so my grandma did not believe in snacking. Oh. When I was with grandma, we ate our meals and there was no snacking. But she mm-hmm. did believe in mid-morning and mid-afternoon coffee breaks. <laughs> Um, I do believe she just took her coffee black. I'm not remember. There was definitely no sugar. And, um, I don't remember any half and half at her house. So, <laughs> not like you. <laughs> unlike me. So I have my coffee right here and it is flavored with grass fed half and half and stevia. <laughs> so I have no snacks in honor of my grandma, Sarah, and... Luckily, that works well with the WW Purple Plan. That you, know, you are on. That, that I am on. on. <laughs> that I continue to be on, right? And that you're on, too. I hope you have yes, enough I points am. for that yes, chocolate am. you're eating. <laughs> yeah, that, that chocolate chip cookie and marzipan that I am consuming right now are quite a few points. Oh, well, who to, cares? I have to save for them. <laughs> well, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. What a grandma. I think my Oma had no idea about diets. I can't imagine. That said, she was always quite slender, probably because she never stopped Mm. moving. I feel like coffee and cream was maybe a Sunday thing for my Oma. And otherwise, she drank Postum. You know Postum? My mom used to drink Postum. It was like just brilliant when she discovered it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's like a war drink that folks drank because coffee was rationed. It was made from grains. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, so it was was really to do with the Second World War. So in honor of that, I don't have postum, but I do have a a cup of hot water here, which people often drink in China. So why don't we have a toast with our water and coffee, (laughs) shall we? (laughs) Cheers! Here's to our grandmas. Here's to all of our grandmas. Yes, all of our grandmas. Raise a glass. It's so good. Clink, clink. (laughs) Clink, clink. Okay. So while Leah is noshing and we are sipping, let's talk about (laughs) TV. So my grandma only watched TV at night and only after the kitchen was clean and she had gone on her brisk evening walk. Ooh, disciplined. Um, Leah, do you remember the TV show Bosom Buddies? (laughs) (laughs) The one with Tom Hanks? Yes! When we first moved to New York, we had a great apartment that was dirt cheap. And we found out why it was so cheap. Our friend Amy said there was a great apartment in her building. Dirt cheap, but it's a hotel for women. Okay, we made one adjustment. Now these other ladies know us as Buffy and Hildegard. But they also know us as Kip and Henry, Buffy and Hildy's brothers. I am uh, crazy about the blonde. (laughs) This experience is going to make a great book. See, it's all perfectly normal. Oh, Leia, it was such a ridiculous show. (laughs) But what fun! So my grandma was a lifetime Tom Hanks fan. Mm. She was sold on him from the very beginning and knew he was going to become a star. Okay. Um, Once I went up to visit her and Castaway had just come out in the theaters. Uh And, you know, the Castaway with the Tom Hanks 
and Wilson um, on the island with yeah. the yeah. yeah the volleyball yeah. Wilson. Wilson. So uh, I was like, Grandma, why don't we go see Castaway? And she's like, Well, I just saw it last night, but I'll go again. Let me get my purse. <laughs> And off we went to watch Castaway again. So I think I love Tom Hanks even more than the average person because he was my grandma's favorite movie star. Oh, I love that. Oh. And I think you can also tell a lot about a person by knowing what shows they didn't like. Yes. Now, my grandma hated the Golden Girls. <gasps> really? <laughs> I know. She said no women their age really acted like that, and it didn't seem realistic to her. <laughs> but somehow, <laughs> bosom buddies did. <laughs> <laughs> I think she was just disgusted by the one Golden Girl who seemed, you know, preoccupied with sex. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> who can tell? Oh, my gosh. Well, this is fascinating that your grandma didn't approve of Golden Girls. It might be Mm -hmm. worthy of like a survey or something to see how the older generation actually feels about it. (laughs) Well, I know my grandma Edie didn't watch it. Okay. Huh. Mm -hmm. Maybe just as young young kids liked it. Who knows? (laughs) Bizarre. Well, interestingly, I have no memory of my Oma Schmidt ever watching TV. In fact, I'm not even sure they had a TV. I sent my yeah right. I sent my sister a note to ask her if she remembered what Omi did as a hobby, and her reply was in all caps: "Industry was her hobby." <laughs> what does that even mean, industry? Grandma never stopped moving; just worked night oh. and day. She was baking, she was cooking, she was gardening, she was getting the eggs from the barn. She was God knows what. <laughs> But I do know that they did come over to our house because we were right across the street in the evening sometimes, and they would watch sitcoms with us. Like, I remember Mm. sitting around on the sofa, all squeezed onto our little sofa, (laughs) and watching Happy Days Mm. and Laverne and Shirley. Yeah. Both set in Wisconsin. Yep. From Milwaukee. (laughs) I know, Wisconsin. (laughs) Uh, but you know they had come from Germany when they were already in their 50s and I'm just not sure they ever really got into English TV oh it's hard to believe that she managed without a TV well Mm. she had her bible (laughs) and they did have a record player and they listened to Heinze a German boy phenomena (laughs) maybe like the Backstreet Boys today Mm -hmm. I don't know and of course hymns lots of hymns And my parents did make sure they accompanied us to movies when we went out, too. So I have a feeling that they joined us at things like the movies like the Pink Panther and James Bond movies. (laughs) So they did get their fair share. My father insisted. It sounds like a different generation for sure. So, all right. That covers our grandmas and their snacking and entertainment. Okay, so let's go on to objects that remind us of our grandmothers. So the object I brought is hanging on my studio wall. I'm looking at it right now. And it is uh-huh. a painting of my grandma's white clogs. Oh, I know that painting. Mm-hmm. Now, my grandma was an artist, and she was very prolific with her paintings, Um, And there are so many beautiful paintings that she has done, but the clogs are one of my favorites 
because I so vividly remember her wearing those clogs. Wow. Yes, they had wooden heels, and she would trip-trap all over her studio and house wearing them, you know, sounding like a billy goat. She was an early <laughs> riser just like me, and you could hear those clogs clomping all around the house starting at, you know, approximately 4.15 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> you sure do sound a lot like your grandma. <laughs> oh, well, post that painting on the coop, will you? Oh, with pleasure. Wonderful. Okay. Well, my Oma Schmidt, she was all about practicality. As I said, she was industrious to a fault, from sunrise to sunset, as was my mother, mm. I might add. But that said, she did have a streak of vanity that involved hand creams and perfume. Ooh. So, yes. So today I brought two objects. My very own 4711 perfume, mm. a lovely citrus scent that, interestingly, has been ubiquitous in Germany for more than, and get this, I did my research, 225 years. Oh, isn't that amazing? Yeah. yeah. It's a classic German Eau de Cologne. That, is that how you say it? Or Eau de Cologne? You know, my dog is scratching on the door right now. I'm just going to have to stop for a second. Okay. The, the pets are out of control on Sunday night. <laughs> Hang on a second. Who knew the pets would be such an impediment to the podcast? Great. <laughs> They're out of control on a Sunday night here in Beijing. So anyway... Every self-respecting woman in the 50s and 60s had a bottle of 4711 on her vanity table. And my grandma always wore it. And now I do too. So every time I spritz some on, I think of her. That is so interesting, Leia. Of course, I have to relate it uh -huh. back to me. But my high school boyfriend always would buy me 4711 perfume. And he, um, his favorite class was German. And I think he went on to major oh, in see? German and go to Germany several times. So I did not know that it had such a history. Wow. Yes. Yes. Super interesting. It right? is. Well, the other thing that I also brought is some Nivea hand cream. Mm. You know, the thick white stuff that comes in the blue tins? Yes. She yeah, she wore that too. Her hands were shaped, chafed from all the hard work she did. All the industry. So she often, <laughs> right, all the industry. <laughs> so she often put it on at night. And then a oh. pair of white kid gloves. That looks like an udder, Leia. <laughs> no, it's not an udder. These are white kid gloves. So my mom carried on the tradition. And now my daughters, I sometimes smear Nivea cream on them. And they slip on this pair of my grandma's white gloves given to my mom mm. by my grandma. And then my mom given to me. So when our hands are dry from the Beijing arid winters, we can carry on my Oma's tradition. Oh, your Oma is a study in contrast, Leia. Mm -hmm. But let's revisit the food for a bit. Um, at Christmas time, my grandma made divinity, that fluffy candy that? that looks like clouds. She would dye it beautiful pastel colors, and then she would stack oh. them beautifully in tall glass containers, and it would be lined up on her counter. Um, 
My grandma knew how to make things look absolutely beautiful. Huh. Do you have any more substantial foods to talk about? Uh, yeah. Well, you know, my dad always talked about when he was courting my mother, how he couldn't wait for Sunday afternoons to go eat at Erica's, that's my mom's name, um, a house, because Charlotta, my grandmother, was such a brilliant cook. Mm. But one of my favorite meals that I remember was this thin ham fried in a batter. Maybe it was like her version of schnitzel. And she'd serve it with boiled potatoes and this white gravy. It was probably oh. made from lard. I don't know. <laughs> Who cared back then? I sure didn't. <laughs> Just scarfed down whatever she put on my plate and loved it. Oh, kids should not care about any of that. And I hope you ate lots of lard in your childhood, Leah. <laughs> I'm sure I did. <laughs> By the time I came along, my grandma was sick of cooking because she had raised five kids. And I guess she had a brother who showed up for meals all the time. So she was over it. Um, I would go out to eat a lot with my grandparents. And that was such a treat. To me then yeah. and it still is now um grandma always told me to not let men know i could cook because then oh. they would expect me to cook <laughs> <laughs> good one <laughs> so her and grandpa in their later years they each had to figure out their own breakfast and lunch but then grandma would make dinner I remember it always being like well balanced and it ended with like a sensible sized dessert because you know weight watchers. <laughs> I am delighted that your grandma is part of our WW legacy, Edie. Oh, she is. It really, you know, I remember her talking about how it was a lifestyle, not a diet. And There you go. Yeah, and they she got still it. say it today. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> It's time for the Chit Chat Challenge. Hey, last week, we talked about how we were going to start a new Christmas tradition. How'd that go for you, Edie? Well, I was going to start decorating my bedroom for Christmas. And I am happy to report that it is full of twinkle lights, bottle brush trees, and many, many pink poinsettias. I chose pink poinsettias because my grandma Edie always had one in the middle of her dining room table and it's another way for me to remember my my grandma's at Christmas. And you Leah, you are going to come up with a Christmas cocktail that could also be a mocktail. Yes. Well, in fact, I have sent out all the invites for our upcoming Thanks, Miss Party. Regrettably by email, not with cards. Ugh, I'm, I'm appalled. <laughs> I know. It makes me sad. But I am regularly writing your Prairie Girl greeting cards for folks at work, and I need some new batches. Oh, everybody should look in the show note for the yes. link, Chicks and Roosters. They are marvelous and would make fabulous Christmas gifts. But that said, the party is in motion and the signature cocktail is being planned. It may involve cranberries and Prosecco, but I haven't quite nailed it down yet. What is Prosecco? Prosecco is, uh, is like champagne. Okay. Yes. Let us know when you've got it all sorted out. And thanks for the plug for the Prairie Girl greetings. <laughs> and meantime, it's time for this week's challenge. 
Yes, make something your grandma would have made and share it. Also, share a recipe and a photo on the coop, please. We loved all the recipes you shared in our first granny episode. Oh, we sure did. Oh, the coop was just full of recipes and comments and people making each other's recipes. It was fabulous. It was bursting with joy. I know. Well, I am definitely going to make divinity with my kids. Um, I need to buy a candy thermometer. And I also need to start thrifting for some tall canisters to put the divinity in because I want it to look beautiful. I don't want it stored in some gladware. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. <laughs> well, I'm going to focus on salad dressings, believe it or not. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I'm tired of buying them when I can make my own with fresh ingredients, good vinegar and oil and fresh herbs. My oma and then my mama whisked up the most marvelous dressings, adding such zest to simple salads. I'm always embarrassed when I look in the fridge and I see all these salad dressing mm. bottles when I could whip up something so superior. Oh, I always think of you and Don as making really good salad dressings. Oh, well, we do, but we don't always yeah. make them, right? So I just want to really have my signature salad dressing in addition <laughs> to my signature <laughs> cocktail. <laughs> oh, I love it, Leah. Uh, I'm also going to honor my grandma by not watching the Golden Girls. And maybe I'll pull up a... Um, episode of Bosom Buddies and watch it with my kids. Yes, let's see what I, they think. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, they love all the Tom Hanks movies. Yeah. Oh, See, Tom Hanks well, as a youngster. <laughs> <laughs> Pretending he's, I, I forget the name of the girl he played in Bosom Buddies, but whatever. That's right. He, he, okay, I forgot the whole premise. Now it's just come back to me. Thank you for reminding oh. me. So during that clip, they'll remind you of the whole premise. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we also have an advanced challenge this week for all you overachievers, and that is to host your own grandma party. Oh, wow. Well, they might need more than a week to get that together, and we might need to get past this pandemic first, but that is something to aspire to. Well, I guess they could host it over Zoom unless you are suffering from Zoom fatigue. Entirely. Um, I'm not going to be hosting a Zoom party, but, you know, no. some people could. That's true. But you could also keep it in the family. They're sure to appreciate the nostalgia and hopefully happy to learn more about fam your family's history, right? Yeah, that is a great idea. Yes. So that's it for episode 20 of the Two Chit Chat Chicks. Episode 20? Wow, that's a real milestone. It's hey, a tweet tweet, Leah. It's a tweet <laughs> tweet. tweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Check out the show notes for our blogs and Edie's Prairie Girl greeting store, as well as how you can follow us on Instagram and be part of our wonderful community at the Chit Chat Coop on Facebook. Yes, please join us at the Chit Chat Coop to respond to the weekly challenge and be part of a fun an active community of chicks and roosters. Yay! Yep, and if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. And while you're at it, please write us a review if you're enjoying the podcast. And if you're not, don't write us a review. <laughs> <laughs> oh, makes sense to me. Yep. Okay, bye-bye. Cluck, cluck! Cluck, cluck!